Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre. Listen anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808-1717-700. Well, the manager's just mentioned five games to go. Celtic, six points clear and 19 goals better off. Rangers European action this week. They're just 90 minutes away from a European semi-final. And in the last few minutes, Barry Ferguson, we've got the fixtures for the last five games. And uh, D-Day is going to be 1st of May. Yeah. Rangers playing at Celtic. Yep, um, we, we thought it was going to be the um, the second fixture of the, the split, and it's come out Sunday, first of May. Celtic against Rangers at, at Celtic Park. Um, it'll be an absolute cracker. But in terms of both Celtic and Rangers this weekend, I had no doubts in my mind that Celtic um, would take a right few off St. Johnson, and it happened that way. And to be fair to Rangers, after two defeats in a row, one against obviously Celtic, one against. Um, Braga in the Europa League they get back to winning ways and it was it was brilliant to see Kemar Roof who's come in for a bit a little bit of criticism in terms is is he the man to take Rangers forward well he certainly showed that in Sunday against St Murray a, a brilliant hat-trick he got the hat-trick and you can hear how much he wanted those goals Mark Guidi it's just coming in the last few minutes so we're back a week on Saturday league-wise Dundee United against Hearts Motherwell against Rangers is going to be on Sky at 12 noon and then Ross County against Celtic at 2.30, it's getting close to the end of the season and Celtic, they blew St. Johnson away on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, the the, the, title, the title is now there for Celtic. Um, Paul, Celtic v Rangers at Celtic Park, Sunday, May the 1st, um, 12 noon. That's the one that everybody will be looking forward to. Um, but certainly Celtic on Saturday against St. Johnston, uh, they played like champions. I think they are going to be the champions. It's just a, a matter of, of when and not if. And... Um, Watching Celtic on Saturday, Paul, they were absolutely relentless. Ange Postecoglou has built a fantastic team there with a great work ethic and they're going to take some stop, not just for the rest of this season, but for next season as well. Celtic are in a right good place. Barry, it's remarkable, the turnaround under Ange Postecoglou. And at the weekend, you saw everything good about their game against St. Johnson. They were relentless. Yeah, they, they were. Um, uh, I, I, I thought it was going to be that way obviously we getting the, the good victory at Ibrox um, against Rangers I, I had no doubt that um, Celtic would, would carry their, their form on and as we spoke about last week at times um, you've got to give him respect to the, the job that he's done um, you look at where Celtic were last season he's come in in the summer and he's virtually built um, a new squad and sometimes that's difficult for new guys to come in and settle Quickly, but certainly they've, they've set, settled quickly under Ange Postecoglou. And um, the result against St. Johnson, as, as I said, I said on Friday, I expected three or four goals. Um, but listen, he takes seven 
of St Johnson who's form to be fair to him has been pretty decent over the last um, few weeks it's now um, looking increasingly harder for, for, for Rangers to, to claw Celtic back when they're in this sort of form Paul Saturday May the 14th last day of the season Barry is a former Rangers captain a Rangers legend is there any way your old team are still going to be in it Celtic play Motherwell it's on Sky at 12.15 Hearts against Rangers 12.15 obviously and Ross County Dundee United is there any way that Hearts Rangers could give your team or, or will give your team the chance of retaining the title look in, in terms of the, the title at this moment in time it's going to be so difficult for Rangers yeah five games to go Paul six points and you just mentioned at the start of the show 19 goals um, what Rangers need to do is just concentrate on each game as it comes in terms of they've got Europa League on Thursday they've obviously got the Scottish Cup next Sunday against Celtic just win, winning games of football and hope at some stage Celtic falter but if I'm being brutally honest I can't see that happening in the sort of form they're in Mark, it's that old question, can you have two successful teams in Glasgow? I mean, Rangers are 90 minutes away from a cup semi-final, European Cup, mm-hmm. Euro- Europa League, mm-hmm. which they could well get to. You still mm-hmm. think they will? Yeah, most of yeah, us do. I do. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll beat, they'll beat Bragg on Thursday night. It's still, it's not quite nip and tuck in the title race, but they still mm-hmm. get a game uh, against Celtic, we now know in the 1st of May. And, you know, we've seen it in 2005, but there's a feeling around the club, you know, the discontent last week that was uh, evident with different protests, but you just don't feel they're pulling together uh, as you would expect with so much to play for in the next six weeks Well, I, I think the title's gone Paul I think the title's away but it can still be a good season for Rangers the most realistic chance of silverware is winning the Scottish Cup let's be honest about that Europa League is there for them but you, you might have to get past a Barcelona so it's a big big ask but what they've got, what they've done so far in Europe is a credit to them absolutely mm-hmm. the league I think has gone so it's the Scottish Cup and in order to win the Scottish Cup they're going to have to beat Celtic on Sunday so if they do that They've got a chance of silverware. They're stopping Celtic for doing the treble and they're stopping themselves for losing three games in a row to Celtic. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, first one against Celtic, which is so, so important. You then give yourself the chance in a Scottish Cup final, May 21st, last day of the season, against either Hearts or Hibs, to win silverware, put yourself in a high for the new season. So the next, by the time we're in here next Monday night, we're going to know a real shape about how things are, are going to go for Rangers. And I think, for me personally, I think beating Celtic on Sunday is more important than beating Braga. I don't know if Barry agrees, but beating Celtic on Sunday is more important than beating Braga. Barry? I can't disagree with him. Mm. I, I, yeah. I, I want him to beat both Braga mm. and Celtic, of course. Um, but the way it's looking in terms of the league, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, as I said. And then come next Sunday, I don't know how to put it there's that many words I could do it's massive mm. absolute massive that they, they, they try um, and make sure they're in that, that cup final against Hearts or Hibs but it's going to be tough you, you, you just see the form Celtic mm. are in they're relentless at this mm. moment in time that's the issue they've got but Rangers need to throw I mean throw everything at certainly the Scottish Cup semi-final but these next two games I think they've got to throw everything at both Braga and Celtic do I think Rangers can win a Europa League I think it's going to be hard I think getting to the semi-finals is an amazing achievement yep. but then the focus then goes on to Sunday which I think is probably the biggest game of the season it's a great question Mark thank you for that that was a great question for Barry what do you think Rangers fans 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 you can call Barry Ferguson Mark Guidi, Paul Cooney and Celtic fans you're almost there there was a feeling on Saturday then when you saw seven against St Johnson 
you thought. But Rangers replied as best yeah. they could, you know, four at St yeah. Mirren is a signal. It's still possible. Here's the, well, f- first of all, let's hear from Ange. He did, he was asked about the title. There'll be three points we get, you know, it gets us closer to it. But like you said, we're not there yet. And what I really want us to do is just finish the season strong. You know, I said we want to be playing our best football at the end of the year and we've still got sort of five games to go. Well, hopefully we can put, you know, our five best performances in the last five games. And if we do that, we're a good chance of winning it. Yep, he doesn't often talk about it. He has to know, but you can sense that, you know, they are almost there. But who knows, there could be twists and turns to come. For Rangers, a hat-trick, his first hat-trick at Rangers for Kmar Roof. And uh, he was asked, uh, you know, about it and about his performance. I think I've proved it already. Regardless of today or last games, I've, I've been here for nearly two years and I feel like I've proved this already. Yep, you could tell, Barry, he was a bit irked, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, but I've said on the show, um, I write a few times I like him mm. I think he's a very good um, centre forward um, the only issue Kmar Roof's had is in terms of getting a bit of momentum and playing week in week out which has been hard because obviously Morelos is the number one striker at, at Rangers um, the game against Celtic I thought he was isolated at times it, it was tough for him obviously left out on Thursday maybe I've hurt him a wee bit mm. he came on he showed something Thursday night but his performance he played 63 minutes on uh, Sunday. I thought his two headers were different class. I've got to be honest with you. And then his goal was just striker's instinct. So he's shown um, that he's more than capable of leading that, that Rangers um, striking line. Because uh, as I said, I think he's got real good qualities. He's, he's different from Morelos. People have got to remember that. And I said on Friday, forget about Morelos now. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's not going to be available until the start of the next season which is a sore one for Rangers but now it's up to one of the strikers either Sakala or Roof to step up and certainly came our Roof on Sunday with his hat-trick stepped up to the mark we we discussed it on, on, on um, the other night um, with, with, with Rob was it? it was Friday yep. and we said that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst will be crying out for somebody to take that number nine jersey mm-hmm. with a scruff of the neck and Kimar have done it. And I think, you know what, and I agree with Barry, it's his attendance record that lets him down. He's not got a yeah. good he's not got a good enough attendance record. But see now sometimes as well, when the main man disappears, you emerge from the shadows. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just what Kimar Roof is that opportunity that he's been waiting for now. Thursday night, he made a difference when he came off the bench. He showed a bit. He'll trouble Bragg on Thursday night, there's no doubt about that. Yesterday, brilliant headers is Barry. Barry said, so he's made that number nine jersey his own and he's going to be so important. And, I, and I'll say it again, Thursday night at Braga. But next Sunday, that's where mm. Kima Roof has got to show that he's... Around. And I agree, he doesn't have anything to prove. But I tell you what, if he does it on Sunday against Celtic, then he's, he's, a, he's a hero forevermore. And you've seen the difference. He played the game against Celtic. He played 30 minutes against Braga. He played 60 minutes on Sunday. Now yeah. he's starting to get a run of games. Now you ask any professional football mm. player, you can do all the training you want. Games. Minutes on yep. the pitch, and now he's starting to get the minutes on the pitch, and you could see the difference. He looks sharper inside the box, and that hence the fact where he got his, his hat trick. And as I said, the two headers, they were top quality headers, Paul. For sure. Jukamakis at Celtic, the striker, went off injured. Any word on him? He did feel a slight twinge, so you know we'll, we'll see how, how he is. Um, hopefully it's it's not too bad. He didn't seem to think so, but again, these things until they settle down. Um, you know, uh, unlucky for, for Jacko, but you know he's, he's put in an enormous shift for us these last few weeks. And um, 
you know, uh, hopefully it uh, doesn't keep me out for too long. And and speaking about the goals coming from, well, all over the team, really. It underpins everything we do. You know, it's, we don't want to be relying on one or two players every week or, you know, relying on, on sort of one source for our goals and um, and our performances. And, and again, it was spread across everyone, guys who started, guys who came on. Um, all those kind of things are really important to us. And, um, you know, again, it was great to see that everyone made a contribution. There were some brilliant goals over the weekend everywhere. Um O'Reilly, one of his two. Barry was maybe one of the best of the weekend. Aribo as yeah, well. I, I think the, th- the thing that will please Posta Coglu is there were six different goal scorers. Mm-hmm. Um, as you just mentioned there, you don't want to always rely on your number nine or your white guys. The goals are getting spread out um, round about the pitch. As you says, there was still there was sorry some really good goals. Obviously Matt O'Reilly coming on and. Two goals in in yeah. three minutes, mm. um, but I think the thing that will please Postecoglou, as I said, six different goal scorers, and Kyogo coming on. Yeah. So you know, we've, for the first time in what three and a half months, mm. and that's a good sign for Celtic. It's a great sign for Celtic, and, and he, I would put it down as an assisted a beautiful forty yard pass when um, Maeda ran inside and chested it in a badder uh, finish. It, but Kyogo just dropping deep like that on the spin, and you know, almost with his first touch of the ball, he, he's picked an absolute raker of a pass. I was there on Saturday but I don't get to see Celtic uh, yep. very often but watched the game on Saturday I spoke to a couple of people behind the scenes spoke to a couple of well Kent faces mm-hmm. um, as well that are, that are with Celtic week in and week out mm-hmm. and my impression watching that 90 minutes was that's as good as I can remember Celtic in a long long time in terms of the desire from the first minute to ninth minute 90th minute Ange Postecoglou is still going on still giving a couple of players stick for not making the right choices in possession with two minutes to go when they're 7-0 up. And the other thing that noted as well, I just sort of, when Celtic get a goal kick, before you can blink, the ball boys are on the touchline throwing a spare ball yep. to Joe Hart and the ball's back in play again. There's no yep. t- And that's, by the way, that's 87, 88 minutes mm-hmm. again. But anyway, my point was, I thought, that's as good as I, I can remember Celtic in a long, long time. And the question I posed to the few people that, that watched me on the time was, is that better than Brendan Rodgers' invincible team? And I asked five people, mm-hmm. and five people said, yes, right now under Ange Postecoglou, mm-hmm. it's better than Brendan Rodgers' invincible team. And oh. I thought, wow, that's 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 quite a state. But I can see why they think, Maida, mm-hmm. I mean, what a shift. The speed. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, he's <laughs> yeah. quality, he's not, he's not yeah. just work, workmanlike, but what a shift he puts in the back. Carter Vickers, Joe Hart's just been sensational. Callum McGregor, mm-hmm. just brilliant on Saturday the way he just makes things tickle on brilliant never looks for headlines never no get an ego but just brilliant and by the way Callum McGregor I've decided well I've not decided but I'm down to two for my player of the year okay. and it's Callum McGregor or Joe Hart ok we'll That's come back to you on that shortly Barry as well Gary's on a Celtic fan Gary good evening how you doing Paul how yeah. evening guys yeah, we're good, thank you. We've just given you the fixtures as well there. You've heard it's going to be Ross County, Celtic uh, and Motherwell Rangers. That's a week on Sunday. Uh, and then the 1st of May, Celtic Rangers. How are you feeling? You must be, well, uh, on cloud nine after that performance. 84% possession on Saturday against St. Johnson. What are you thinking, Gary? Yeah, so as I say, like... Um, you know, it was, it was relentless, as the guy said, on Saturday. And, it, you know, watching the game... I think we've we've been threatening to do this to a few teams this season. You know, obviously beat um, St Mirren and, and Dundee six 0 already. I think it was always going to come. It, we were relentless on Saturday. I thought, to a man, everybody was excellent. I think even um, 
they were struggling to give man a match to somebody. You know, I, I was I was racking my brains as to give it to. You. I thought uh, Dyson Maida probably probably did edge it for me. He could have been in the Grand National. The speed of him, I saw a few <laughs> things going round on uh, social media. Hey, hey, Maeda, he was, he was yeah. getting stuck a few four weeks. or five weeks ago. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, about the way he was playing. But I think if you ask any professional football player, the amount of what the shift that that guy puts in, that's that they're the type of guys you want in your starting eleven. Guys who chase lost causes basically and see for a midfield you see if you're under pressure to get the ball into somebody's feet you just play mm. it into a corner he's the type of player that'll just make an average ball turn into a, a right good ball and his work rate is, is um, exceptional that's one thing about him and I think if you would ask any the Celtic players like Callum McGregor they're the sort of guys that um, you would want in your team Gary? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, I was one of these people that's kind of on the fence about Dyson Maida, probably because he's lack of goals. But, you know, seeing him in the last four or five weeks, he's, his work rate is absolutely phenomenal. He, he just does not stop uh, running. And for, for me, I thought as well, when you when you look at, uh, I know Mark was saying about player of the year, yeah. they're in talking about Callum McGregor and Joe Hart, I think in terms of goal of the year or goal of the season, I think you can close that competition after Saturday because Matt O'Reilly uh, has goal, you know, 40, 42 passes I think it was in the end, before that we shuffle, and that, that actually, that move started from Greg Taylor in our own corner, um, so you know, it, it was a stunning, stunning goal and and as I say, I, I just think it's, you know I, I, know the, I know the crowds were obviously on cloud nine, as you say, leaving the stadium but Ange just brings us back down to earth with his post-match interview and just calms everybody down again. <laughs> he doesn't get carried away, does he? Here he is speaking about, well, the man of the match performance. They're all great. And, and that's been a testament to him all the way along. Um, you know, it's it's not about um, who scores the goals or who's uh, the man of the match, I think. It's the collective effort of all the lads that's, um, you know, has got us this far and, and we're going to need it moving forward. And, um, you know, we know we've got sort of five games to go now and... Uh, you know, from our perspective, it's just about really um, continuing to build on what we've started. Mark, would you, should Celtic be worried about anything at the moment? I mean, Kyogo just back, and that's positive, but hasn't really played yet. Gikamakis, we have to find out if he's yeah. going to be fit. No, listen, I don't think there's um, there's anything to be concerned about in terms of they've got a week's preparation for, for Sunday at Hamden. They'll go into the game feeling good about themselves um, and they'll feel they can win uh, the game. Now, come four o'clock on Sunday... You know, it might not be as good because Celtic might not win the game but if they do then they'll think well, we're 95% towards the, the treble we're beating Rangers three games in a row and you know they'll be feeling great so listen there's a, there's a big twist to come in, on Sunday either way but if Celtic did lose on Sunday they're, they're, they're constantly I think they're going to win the league and they've won the league cup and, and for Rangers it's a chance to go and win the, the Scottish Cup get some silverware but right now I don't think Celtic could be in a better place Gary, it's going to be a semi-final that will feel like a cup final. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a tough game, whatever happens. Um, I know a, a few of my mates were saying after the game, uh, or, you know, it's it's a foregone conclusion on Sunday, but that counts for nothing. Obviously, Rangers went and beat St Mirren very comfortably on the Sunday. Kemal Roof get hat-trick, so he's hit form at the right time, obviously. Um, for me, I think if, if we beat Rangers and go in and win the treble, you could probably say to Ange, where do you want your statue? Outside Celtic Park, because the, the the job that he's done 
has been nothing short of remarkable. Have you had a look yet to see where it might go? No, you don't need to answer just now, Gary, but we'll maybe ask you uh, after May the 14th or whatever. And Barry, I can just imagine, you know, Rangers 4-0 at the weekend, yet the goal difference is 19. It is like a cup final. It's going to be some game this weekend, the cup semi-final. Yep, uh, as I said earlier, Rangers need to throw everything at this game against Celtic. And they will. There's no doubt the only thing you, you would hope that Celtic come in maybe overconfident but I, I'll be honest with you listen to Postacoglu I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But the, the way he comes across um, normally some managers would be going crazy by winning 7-0 at home but he brings um, certainly the players back down to earth. It's going to be it's going to be a tough one Celtic are going into clear favourites. There's no doubt into the, the semi-final game. Um, but as I said Rangers need to bring their A game need to throw everything at them and try and win that game and get into the Scottish Cup final Easter Sunday we'll be on live on Sunday Barry myself and we'll tell you shortly who's going to be there quick break Gary thanks for calling The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com Your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you Let's go Go Radio Football Show the Monday evening edition we're with Barry Ferguson the former Rangers in Scotland Sensation the former captain and uh, former president of the Scottish Football Writers Association it's the esteemed <laughs> Mark Guidi I need to stop that one uh, is joining us and Mark's just said it's either Callum McGregor for him or Joe Hart who's going to be your player of the year we'll ask you maybe tonight Barry or maybe in the coming days there's so much coming up this week we've got Rangers on Thursday night Europa League quarter-final I keep mm-hmm. going to say semi-final quarter-final they're a goal down against Braga who had a one-goal victory at the weekend and then this coming weekend we've got the Scottish Cup semi-finals Hearts and Hibs and Hearts battered Hibs at the weekend, didn't they? That's the first time we've mentioned a team in the bottom six. We'll talk about it in a moment or two. And then on Sunday, it's Celtic against Rangers at Hamden. And we now know with the fixtures out, the league fixtures are out and it's going to be Sunday, the 1st of May. It's Celtic against Rangers. La Ultima. It's the final one, isn't it? uh, And then a couple of games after that. Will it be all over by then? Celtic fans are coming on the socials and saying they think it could be. And Rangers fans, how are you feeling? We're going to speak to Craig in just a second or two. Right, the top six we know. Celtic, Rangers, Hearts, Dundee United, Ross County and Motherwell getting in in the 93rd minute. Mm. Out of the top six, Hibs, Livingston. Livingston, seconds away from being top six. Aberdeen, what's happened to the Dons? St Mirren on free fall. St Johnson and Dundee. So much to talk about there, Barry, but uh, what's your headline? You're a wee bit... Concerned about Hibs, the way... Yeah, I watched, I, I watched the Edinburgh derby. Um, really, if I'm being honest with you, Hibs obviously took the lead. Hearts, I've seen them better. Last five minutes come into the game, obviously getting the goal, but then the second half, it was just waves of attack. But Hearts, Hearts were, were so dominant and so much better than, than, than Hibs. Um, I'm sure that would worry. Sean Maloney um, won each at half-time came out in the second half and you're expecting a bit more for Hibs but they were I've got to be honest with you they were really really disappointing in the second half but you've got to give credit to Hearts mm. um, who took the game to them and uh, as I said played some really good stuff and thoroughly deserved to get the three points and Mark well done Motherwell yeah. last touch of the ball really and their top six and that's, that's great news for, for all the Motherwell fans we might speak to Stephen in the next hour Stephen Reside who joined us a yeah. few weeks ago but yeah. that was also close 
It was when I think that Livingston dressing room would have been tasty at full time. You know, two goals up like that, Davy Martindale, Marvin Bartley would not have been happy. For Motherwell, one league victory in 2022 and yet still make it into the top six now. <laughs> I'm trying to say a good thing or a bad thing for yeah. Scotland. I don't know. But for Motherwell, yeah. brilliant for Graham Alexander. I like Graham a lot of time for him. So please for him. I think it's important for Motherwell to be um, in the top six and that good uh, fighting spirit to come from from two goals down. But uh, Livingston would be bitterly disappointed. D- Dave Cormack must be thinking, what's he doing at Aberdeen? Put a lot of money in, but um, they couldn't beat Ross County. Sorry, yeah, Barry. As I said, yeah. I, th- I think it'll be different next season for Aberdeen once Jim gets yeah. the summer to go and um, a clear out yep, yep. And, and bring his um, own own players in because to be fair Jim's recruitment at St Munt was, mm. was excellent but listen the top six let's give credit to Ross County absolutely phenomenal I mean, isn't it after two months yeah. of the season they were everybody's favourites to go down and the turnaround up at Dingwall has been unbelievable and they thoroughly deserved that I said I'm not going to say I said no, six say or it. seven weeks ago you did I fancied them to do it I wasn't too sure the last couple of weeks but do you know what what a job Malcolm mm. McKay's done up there no, I remember you did it on a Monday night on the programme yeah. you also said Dundee United well we'll come back to that 10 games they went without a win at the start of the season right um, Right. let's go on the line Craig is on Rangers fan Craig good evening uh, how we doing Paul Barry and Mark yeah we're, hey, uh, we're doing, fine Craig? Craig there's so much coming up you've heard the fixtures there so what are you thinking your, your mind must be turning to the cups now of course it is. Listen, you know, people are entitled to hold hope, I suppose, sure. of a miracle. Um, and I wouldn't expect our manager to be given up on it, but I think no. it's pretty clear that the league title is, is gone. Um, so now it's all about the Cups, uh, and uh, the Cups, sorry, and Europe. Um, frankly, if we ended this season without a trophy, I do think Van Bronckhorst would come under serious uh, pressure because he did inherit a very good position. You know, we were about six or seven points clear of Celtic when he took over, and he's oversaw this period of time where that's been totally flipped in its head. So it's massive, but you know, I do think that Sunday gives us a much needed boost because if we're looking at purely 90 minute games of football, we lost the year last four there. Um, you know, obviously it wasn't the Red Star, Belgrade, Celtic and then Braga um, albeit we got through on aggregate against Belgrade but still so getting that comfortable win just I think hopefully will give the team the lift they need for Thursday night because there's no doubt the atmosphere at Ibrox will be rocking again there'll be an air of expectation in there because you're at home against a team like Braga who I've got to be honest didn't look great to me on, on Thursday. We were just really poor. You know, they got a few chances, got their goal, mm-hmm. but if we had turned up playing better and created more chances, we absolutely could have got it then. Um, so hopefully that's what will happen. But then after that, it's it's all about safety. And I suppose the worry is they have the, the advantage of not playing on Thursday night. Yeah. We don't, you know, they'll have plenty of rest time, so we're going to have to, if we can, make use of the squad. Mm. Barry and he certainly yep. done that on Sunday yeah. um, obviously Lundstrom coming off um, after 25 or 26 minutes and I'm going to mention this guy he's he's not played for a, a long time Stephen Davis yeah. I thought he'd just come on and he was a, a, a calming influence I don't know what Craig thinks about that and then obviously at half time been able to take Ramsey and Kent off and, and give them a bit of a rest and in terms of the game on Thursday I think that's as good as you'll see Braga 
when he played last last mm. week against Rangers. And I, I, I'll be honest, I've nothing to fear. I think Rangers will do it. I don't think it will be easy, but I think Rangers will have enough. And then when they do hopefully go in front by a, a goal or two, then the manager may look to obviously bring players off, try and give them a, a bit of a respite for obviously what's going to be a humongous game in, in Sunday. But he certainly used the squad well. He used the squad mm -hmm. well. Um and Sunday and I think when he made day changes it didn't really make too much a difference mm -hmm. in terms of when you make changes early it kind of kills the game a wee bit but it didn't it didn't do that way with Rangers on Sunday and as I says at the start of the show brilliant to see Kmar Roof get his hat-trick because his confidence now mm -hmm. should be sky high and I liked that interview after it Here it is Kmar Roof speaking about Braga Ah yeah we can't wait uh, the Thursday nights under the lights at Ibrox in such an important game this is where we play football um so the boys, we, we can't wait. And also the atmosphere is going to be crazy. Um, and that's going to play a massive part in, in a, hopefully, uh, a victory and we go through. But we're taking the game by game and we're just, we're just focusing on ourselves. Um, but yeah, we want it. We, we want it a lot and we, we feel like we can achieve it as well. Mark, Ruth is buzzing for it, isn't he? You know? Yeah, he is, you know. Um, as I say, he's, he's Rangers' best option mm -hmm. right now at number nine. And by the way, the, He's a good, a right good option when when, when he's on it. Yeah. He, he's a he's a good striker and a guy that can go and win you games the same way that Morelos could win games um, for for Rangers. He proved yesterday what he's got, and now he needs to step it up into Thursday and Sunday. You know he's there to 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 be the main man for Rangers, the main goal scorer, and um, it could turn out to be a right good week for him. Greg, yeah, I, yeah, I hope I hope it does yeah. because I think uh, you know I heard these his post-match interview uh, on Sky after the game and mm. he said he didn't feel he had anything to prove um, and in a lot of ways he's right I do still think that he has to prove himself in those big games because it's it's fine and it's brilliant for him to get his hat-trick against let's be honest here a desperately poor St Mirren side but he's got to turn up now and, and turn it on against Braga and more importantly against Celtic because the last two old firms he's been utterly anonymous although yeah. what I would say because I think it's a point that's missed here and it's not to take any credit away from Hans or or anything like that because I think he has done a, a terrific job you can't really take that away from him but there's also an aspect here that Celtic have spent nearly £24 million now the net spend of every club mm. in, Scot in the Scottish Premiership transfer market wise this season has been about £27, £28 million mm. so when you, when you put it under that microscope I don't think it's quite as surprising that Celtic are in the position they're in because if you throw you know flex your muscle like they can you should be there but I think Rangers have a lot of answers for in terms of there was a naivety in our transfer mm -hmm. uh, dealings that we just didn't capitalise because we could have went and strengthened more um, and, and really put pave to let, let's go and get this Champions League money because that's what it was all about this season and now mm. if we're going to do that it's going to have to be the sort of the scenic route, if you are, we're going to have to either yeah. somehow win mm -hmm. the Europa League, which would be phenomenal, or the qualifiers. Playoff. Yeah. Barry, yeah. there is an irony, isn't there, that Rangers' success in Europe under Stephen Gerrard and now with GVB has helped to put Scotland in this position. And there's that 35 million 
Um, booty there and it looks as though it's going to Celtic do you think Rangers did underestimate it I know they, they held on to the assets that they had last summer they held summer. on to the assets yeah. Paul but the problem is January's a, a, a tough window I, I still think at that stage Gio was in and and having a real good look over the, the squad in, in terms of who can he go forward with now, I think he's identified now that he needs to go and strengthen that squad because I do think there will be a bit of a turnover at Rangers in the summer mm-hmm. there will be people going how many? Roughly, yeah. I don't. How many players the Rangers need? Four or five mm. new signings, but that, it's okay in saying they need four or five new signings. It's getting ones out the door who are still on contracts. That's the problem you've you've got. Guys are earning good money. If they're in contract, they want the same money elsewhere, and some clubs won't be able to pay the same as as Rangers are paying them. Um, but I do firmly believe that that, that Geo deserves a bit of time and I think the summer's going to be massive for Joe mm-hmm. Mark do you agree four or five yeah. big signings for Rangers or yeah, players I, that are going to fit in and yeah, add to it aye I mean look and I were you know supporters and, and, and probably me didn't even say, oh he's, he's got a 10 million kitty or a 12 million kitty if he sells <laughs> Kent and he sells this one you know, he can, that, look, money helps you but it doesn't guarantee you know it's about, it's about shopping around in, in, in the right places um, and that's what Rangers need to do they need to be cute Giovanni van Bronckhorst will need to use uh, his contacts but, but Rangers need to get it right and I'm, I'm taking it for granted Celtic's going to win the league and if they do that gives them a 35 million kickstart on Rangers which could set Celtic up for the next two or three years and really set Rangers back now if Celtic win the league again and it went our 35 million the following season you know that's a hell of a position for, for Celtic to win so Rangers need to get it right and that's where Ross Wilson needs to come in and get good options to manage manager will use his own contacts as well but I will just say this if it doesn't go to plan next Sunday for Rangers Paul and, and they lose to say, if this turns out to be a disastrous week for Rangers I think there'll be calls for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst to go serious calls from the Rangers support for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst to go I think that would be wrong you've got to give the guy time he's had one window yes he came in with a six point lead I get all that but give the guy time give the guy time because whoever comes in they're going to have to rebuild anyway and I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst can go and do that but he needs to be given time and if if it goes well for Rangers this week then great it'll be fine but if it doesn't because I've heard it once or, twi- once or twice already get rid of Giovanni mm-hmm. Van yep. I think you had to deal with it Barry yep. a week or two ago it's wrong it's not fair just to say it's the manager it would be absolutely wrong to pin everything on him I'm going to put that to Barry Craig as a Rangers fan briefly what would you say on that if it's a terrible week is there pressure on the manager? Well <laughs> Inevitably, there would be. Of course, there would because you can't go for winning the league last season to win nothing, and then potentially watching Celtic win a treble. Okay. However, I guess you you do need to maybe give him his own transfer window to bring his own players in. Yeah. I think the biggest sensation, more than anything, is that some of the players he's not used. I mean, look at Stephen Davis, the mm-hmm. impact he makes, and people are mm-hmm. crying out for weeks. Get the guy in the park. Mm-hmm. He's only been playing for Northern mm-hmm. Ireland, and he's still turning up playing as well as that and that's where people get frustrated with him because they don't really understand why he's breaking up a winning formula by benching guys like Davis for so long and that's okay if you win but if you don't win and you've lost two in a row Barry what do you feel the pressure on your yeah, old teammate he knows that and I know what people are going to say oh cause he's an ex-teammate of mine and cause I, I, I know him but I, I do believe he does need the, the, the summer if it turns out a bad week for Rangers he still needs to be given um, the time he probably knows he's made some maybe mistakes or whatever but what manager doesn't but I do believe that he, he should be given he should be given the time but in terms of 
Craig just mentioned him, Stephen Davis. I'm not just saying it because again, mm. I know Stephen Davis. He just when he comes on that pitch, um, I know he's been injured. Mm. He's been away, played with Northern Ireland, come on as a sub, then started the, the following game. He's just quality who's he's out of him. I don't care if he's 37. He's quality, he knows how to play the game. Um, and don't be surprised if he, he starts on Thursday night. You reckon he could yep. start? Yeah. Yeah. I think but he's just played himself in because I think he's seen a difference when he came on. Now, Lundstrom's been mm. brilliant. He's carrying a knock. Jack was left out the 18. But Stephen Davis was just sheer quality. Mm. And Saturday, just with the ease of the game, just mm. keep it nice and simple, keep it ticking. That's what you need in that centre. Great space. He makes it look easy, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he's, and he's a credit to himself at yeah. that age because he's, he's had a few niggles. I read mm. an interview when he was away with Ireland, and I heard them doing an interview, should I say? Mm. And he has struggled just before international duty with a couple mm. of niggly injuries, but now he's fully fit, and you see the influence he has on that Rangers team. Mm. Is it's he going to get everyone well. up for it? Is he going to get everyone up for it at Rangers? I he think knows that's the thing. Yeah, because you were with him two weeks ago, and you were impressed. Who? I know you know with the manager with GVB. He spoke yeah, to you about his plans, he, he knows the pressures that come comes with Rangers. Mm. If it's a poor week, he knows he'll come under the, the spotlight and people will, will not be happy. He totally gets that, he understands that. And I do believe after speaking to him and how he goes about things, I think he deserves the time. Mm. I know some people will disagree with me, but that's my honest opinion. Take away that I know him, that he was an ex-teammate mm. of mine, he deserves time. Yeah, I mean, one thing I said about Steve Davis, I agree with you, but I would start him on Thursday night another thing as well Rangers will be on the front foot you get 50,000 odds in the morning mm. they need to go and win the game in some shape or form they must get a victory on, on Thursday night Steve Davis will sit he won't glory hunt he'll read the game he'll direct his players about and then if Bragg are counting attacking he will give you that solid base in front of your two centre half so he will be vital on Thursday night and I'd be very very surprised if Giovanni Van Bronckhurst doesn't yeah. play him yeah but, he'll be the yeah. anchor he's that yeah. anchor in there it just sits there and secures everything and when he gets the ball a lot of people say that it's nice and simple but believe me the difference he makes to the Rangers team I know he's 37 but he, I, I said a couple of weeks ago I still believe that he's got a big part to play from now until the end of the season and just happy that he's back fit and now we need to see whether he's going to play on Thursday but for me 100% he plays Craig thanks very much for calling the Football show with the taxicenter.com. Don't miss out on huge savings on your new taxi. Available exclusively to the taxi trade. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi. Loads of calls coming in. And where do we start? What a weekend it was. Celtic kicked it off on Saturday, 7 0 against St Johnson. Uh, Dundee United and Dundee drew 2 2 in the derby. United were two up. It was a great goal as well from Charlie Mulgrew. I'm just looking at some of the great goals of the weekend. Aberdeen nil, Ross County one. Ross County going into the top six. Other games at the weekend. Hearts three, Hibs one. And it was Hibs that scored first in the Edinburgh Derby. And Livingston two up against Motherwell. And then uh, Ricky Lamy right at the end. Last touch of the ball virtually means that Motherwell are in the top six. Loads of calls coming in. We're going to speak to Motherwell fan, Aberdeen fan. Celtic fans, Rangers fans, loads of them coming in. I see there's a joke in social media that uh, just doing the traffic and travel there has just come in. Um, a Police Scotland spokesperson, and this is a joke, has confirmed a 24-year-old Japanese international and Celtic player was involved in a 145-mile-an-hour pursuit <laughs> straight after the game with St. Johnson. Obviously, the speed of uh, Maeda on Saturday. He is... Uh, and Barry's right. Earlier on, we talked a lot about Hitati and obviously Kyogo Furuhashi, but Maeda... Mark, fast becoming a favourite of the Celtic fans. 
yeah, I mean, it, it looks a natural down that left hand side, and you know. As I say, watching Celtic on, on, on Saturday, seeing his work rate, seeing him live, you know, the way he helps out Greg Taylor, the way he just, you know, he is just non-stop, he typifies an Ange Postacoglu put, and by the way, he's only 24. Mm-hmm. He's only 24. <laughs> and I think they got him for about a million quid. But the other thing as well, it was interesting watching him on Saturday, Paul Lyre thought, now I know why Postacoglu played him in that left-hand side against Tavernier the week before. And had Jota on the other side because with Tavernier's threat, Maida would have you know, been able to, to, to stop and that'll be the same again um, on Sunday no doubt yeah he, he, listen he's a, a terrific team player um, no doubt about it he's as I said maybe he's not getting the, the quality of Kyogo in terms of Kyogo likes to come short and he's got a nice touch and can pass the ball Maida's a totally different player yeah. but as I said to you I used to love playing with players like that he, he kind of He's not the same player, but I always going about Neil McCann. He's one guy that I would want on my team because mm. Neil McCann, really good wide player, would go past a player and get it into the box, but also he'd done the dirty side brilliantly. Mm. And that's what Maeda does for Celtic. He does a lot of work. Um, he goes about his business mm. where other guys will go and maybe be tricky and maybe score a few goals or whatever, but the work that he puts in for the team, um, and I go back to the old firm game, he was non-stop. I think it was five minutes to go. He was on the right side, um, closing down the full-back. I think the ball got switched to the centre-half then switched to the right-back. He was running past people to go and um, close them down. Um, and that's the type of attitude, that's the type of player you want to have in your, your team. Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre, Glasgow Zone, 0808 17 17 700. And we're on the socials at Go Football show and before MD yeah. says I'm not putting him like he's like Neil McCann because I know what people <laughs> no, are like right. yeah, yeah. but I'm describing uh, that's what Neil McCann the commitment. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Neil McCann would go and shut down a full back the ball would go into a centre half he would keep running like, in terms of I just loved I loved playing with players like that Celtic's Kyogo came back on at the weekend here's the manager speaking about the Japanese international Brilliant for him, first of all. He's, he's, you know, he was enormous for us in the first half of the year, and uh, he's a quality player. He's a great person, and um, we've watched him sort of slog away um, in his rehab to get back. Um, so just to give him that taste of it again was good today. And he was great when he came on. You know, he looked dangerous, looked like he hadn't missed a beat, and uh, he's going to be important to us in this uh, final few games. You know, like I said, it's part of our process that we haven't had to rely. You know, early in the season, it was it was kind of Liel and 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 you know Jota and and. Uh, Kiorgo and David Turnbull second half of the year we've had other people contributing Jacko and Dyson and Leo Tate and Matty O'Reilly today so that's really important for us um, but there's no denying he's, he's an unbelievable player and um, as soon as we can get him ready he'll be playing for sure Mark I see that Dermot Desmond was uh, interviewed the other day um, I'm interested to know is there going to be the contract situation with the manager um, it's a rolling contract for a year isn't it and whatever he was on I heard you touch on it on Friday night you would imagine that they will quietly do business to ensure that uh, whatever the contract is it will be even bigger for Ange Postacoglu yeah I mean well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that Celtic will be sitting down with his representatives in the near future if that hasn't taken place already I think you want to be ahead of the game those uh, initial talks should have taken place already um, if we go back to the way they dealt with with Brendan Rodgers after year one, they very quickly got him on, you know, a bumper contract which gave him a big wage rise, but also protected Celtic in terms of his transfer value, which eventually got them what was it, about seven or eight million yeah. when he went to mm-hmm. Leicester. So yeah, it works both ways. But and they um, might change the shape of the contract. Then. Make it a three, a four year, rather than a one year rolling. Um, it depends a lot, depending on what Ange Postecoglou thinks, what his 
plans for the future are, but mm. certainly in the short to medium term, he'll want a crack at the Champions League mm. uh, with Celtic. Um, he'll want to go on, uh, as, as Barry said, we said about Stephen Gerrard and Rangers last mm. season, that you want to go and show you can retain a title. You'll go and win mm. the second one, do it back to back. That's the most difficult one. So I'm sure, but I don't see him doing anything. Um, other than what he's doing um, for the next 15 months or so after that you never know they might fancy England they might fancy you you never know but that's down, down the line but certainly just now I think it would send out a great message at some point at the end of the season during the summer um, that Ange Postacoglu has, has signed a new deal just makes a feel good factor stay there and also as well when you're going to try and bring in two or three new faces in the summer it sends out the right message then that the manager's here to stay I read that on the Zoom call with Dermot Desmond Barry he said I would walk 500 miles I'd walk 500 so he quoted the proclaimers it helped to get him the job and Dermot Desmond said I just love the cut of the guy and it's turned out to be right there's Gary on earlier saying get a statue to him and I guess you might be saying hey Hold the bus. Just just wait and see what happens between now and the end of the season. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Yeah. It's up to you. I know I'm not trying to put words. No, but it, one it, thing yeah. I will say, like, with, obviously it's been a successful season up to now. Yeah. I think he strikes me as a type of manager he'll go and want to strengthen again. Yeah. And I always think the best time to strengthen is when you're, you're on top. Um, that's maybe what Rangers maybe should have done. That was Stephen Gerrard's frustration last summer, yep. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I always believe that's the best time when you're when you're successful, you're doing really well. I think it keeps players on their toes. I used to like in the summer if you had a good season, two or three would come in the door, good players, you'd be thinking to yourself, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that that's what you want. You want competition for places, you want quality players coming in because it keeps you as a professional, it mm. keeps you on your toes. And if a Morellas had gone or a Ryan Kent, you know, for the 10, 12, 15 million, now at the time you didn't want these players going, but it happened with Celtic, remember Edward? He didn't go. You know, he, he was there for that year. Um, and Cham, uh, there were players at Ayer. They stayed for that season because they thought that would be 10 in a row. Yeah. And there's a similarity there. Sometimes you need the churn. Even yeah. some of your best players, they have to go. The model for the Scottish teams, the big two, there has to, you've, you've got to get some big money in and hopefully you can reinvest it well. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you've, you've got to get money in, you know, to, to keep paying the, the current wage bill and all the bills that go with, with, with being at Celtic or Rangers to then to you know, hopefully the manager gets a chunk of it to, to reinvest and then you hope that you can find another gem like a Morelos that you buy for a million and send for sell for 10 or 12 or 15 whatever happens a Nathan Patterson that comes through the ranks so Rangers want that model they've just not been quite been able to, to go and execute that model so far you know the model that Celtic have had for about a decade now mm-hmm. you go back to Fraser Foster's and Gary Hooper's and Victor Wanyama's and Edwards and Van Dijk. Who's the other striker Van Dijk and Van Bailey yeah. um, as well so Rangers yeah. wanting that model and quite right now sometimes fans, uh, fans and the manager gets frustrated mm-hmm. but it's a business model it's how it works and like I said again Celtic potentially are on the verge of getting that 35 million quid mm-hmm. into the bank that gives Celtic a huge head start on paper a huge head start in terms of the summer and what they can do to strengthen for getting into the new never mind playing in the championship for getting into the new domestic season and it's not impossible unlikely the Scottish team would win it but Barry you went to the final in 2008 Celtic went in 2005 could you imagine if they go and win the Europa League there's a possibility but if they do go through against Braga which I think they will Atalanta or Leipzig who Mm. I think are up a level from Braga and then you've got Barcelona who I think who did they play Frankfurt was it yeah Yeah. and then they've got either 
West, West Ham. Ham. West, West Ham. I mean, yeah. I, I'll be honest with you that that's a step up from mm-hmm. from Bra- Braga, and I'm not been disrespectful to Braga. They're a good team. You're not a good team if you if you don't get into the quarterfinals. Um, but look, I, I think if they do, which I think they will, I think it's a great achievement getting to the semis. And then mm-hmm. listen, you need a bit of luck or whatever, but that you just need to concentrate. You see, this week, this week for Rangers mm-hmm. is massive, massive two games massive we're going to take a quick break for the news we'll be asking you about John Lindstrom will he be fit Philip Palander obviously not for uh, midweek but for the weekend and Aaron Ramsey so uh, he played yesterday what do you think uh, of him and for Celtic fans you've now got um, well it's the best part of a week off and is that significant the fact that Celtic have missed out in Europe but they've been able to concentrate on the domestic issues 0808 17 17 700 call Mark and Barry where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre. Visit their showroom in Darnley, Glasgow to test drive your new taxi. Let's go! Yeah, the two managers of the big two looking forward to the coming weeks, certainly for GVB. It's all about Thursday night and Braga at Ibrox. It's a semi-final we can reach on, on Thursday and, uh, you know, of course, today we won. It's good for the confidence, but, uh, you know, especially in Europe, uh, with the support we, we always have, we know at Ibrox we can, we can have a good result and that's what uh, we want to do. And that's why we uh, work hard the next coming days to be ready on Thursday. We'll be on live on Thursday night, Barry Ferguson, myself and uh, Craig Moore is joining us as well on good. Thursday. So you've not been on the show with him, I don't think. In the past two years, have you? Uh, no, uh, I think we've kept I've not. Yeah, no. so I'm looking forward to um, been on with him. Good, um, what good player? I Do don't think he got enough credit no. when he was um, when he was playing. Brilliant centre back, tough, tough as nails, um, but a good footballer as well, big guy. So it'll be good to be on the, the show with him. Um, and a few good nights out with him, right enough. Indeed, yeah. Uh, <laughs> more than a few. Yeah. <laughs> Still more to come, but um, no, it'll be good to, to see him on in, in Thursday. And hopefully it's a good night for Rangers, because I do think it's a a winnable game um, that I think they should win and hopefully get into the semi-finals of the Europa League. Here's Ange Postacoglu, Celtic 7-0 against St. Johnson, and he certainly did utilise the bench. Yeah, we said it at half-time, you know, it's a game we could have probably seen out pretty comfortably, uh, as we have with other games, but, you know, that's our challenge, and I think it helps when we can put sort of some quality from the bench as well, because they're, they're obviously coming in and, and, you know, wanted to be a part of it, so, um, you know, that helps maintain the impetus we have and the momentum we have, but, you know, we, we, like I said, we spoke about it at half-time, that here's an opportunity for us to really finish a game off. And if you're just tuning in, we've got the, the draw for the last five games. They start a week on Sunday, Motherwell against Rangers, Ross County against Celtic and Dundee United against Hearts. Then the next weekend, Dundee United, Motherwell, Hearts against uh, Ross County. That's on the Saturday. Then on the Sunday, 12 noon, Celtic against Rangers. Saturday the 7th of May, Celtic against Hearts, Ross County, Motherwell. And then on the Sunday, Rangers, Dundee United. On the Wednesday, May the 11th, 
Just two games to go at this point. Dundee United Celtic, 7.30. Motherwell Hearts, 7.45. And Rangers, Ross County, 7.45. And then the last week of the league season, May the 14th, Celtic Motherwell at 12.15. They're all 12.15. Hearts against Rangers and Ross County against Dundee United. It's on the Saturday. I'll give you the bottom six shortly. But that's of no concern to our next caller, Stephen Reside, the big Motherwell fan. Uh, because Stephen, with 92 minutes gone, you were going to be bottom six. I know you were at the game. Take us through that minute uh, when you got the goal. Oh, it was incredible, Paul. Absolutely incredible. I mean, you're thinking, right, you know, this is it. This is the last shot of the ball when the corner is about to be swung in. And when it, when it hit the bar, I thought, oh, no, don't do it like this. Then it, it seemed to kind of a go in in slow motion. Um, and then from then, obviously, I've got the YouTube channel, the vlog went out yesterday, so if people want to go and watch it, they can do that. A different view, all one word on YouTube. But my camera died 20 seconds before the goal. So I'm trying to celebrate the goal whilst turning the camera on, and I hadn't figured it out it died yet. But no, it was, it was bedlam. And I think I just about found the cure for terrible palsy when we scored. I was that elated. <laughs> oh, you were absolutely. I know you. I texted you before the game and you said how nervous you were. You were more nervous than you were sometimes going in. You've got a great sense of humour, uh, Stephen. Um, it, it was phenomenal. And Barry, it's massive for Motherwell because they've not been in a great run. You know Stephen's great line the other week that his dad had more points in his licence than Motherwell had uh, since the turn of the year. But what a turnaround. Yeah, well, no, it won a, well, only won one yep. game since, since Christmas. Um, it's a, a, a brilliant achievement. And listen, the guy who scored, uh, Ricky Lamy, who looks to me, if he's, I know he's signed a pre-contract with Dundee, but I read an interview that um, he could he could stay. But one thing I will say about Ricky Lamy, since he's come back into the team, I think he's been brilliant. I don't I don't know what you think about that, but he has been a a real mainstay at the, the, the back for, for Muddle. And listen, it's a brilliant achievement for Muddle to get into the, the top six and it's a, a bit extra money for hopefully Graham Alexander to go and maybe sign mm. some more players in the summer. Stephen, what would you do about Ricky Lamy? I'd love to keep him and I think it, I think if um, Dundee uh, get relegated, then he, he said that he's maybe thought about changing his mind between something in the paper. So, no, I think, listen, I think he's a good squad player. I'd like to keep him um, and have him there next season. What was the chat on the day then? Because I know, you know, you've been frustrated with the selection under Graham Alexander and the changes and inconsistency. So you were in here, what, two weeks ago. Um, have you seen a change since then? Well, the big change for me is we put Callum Slattery into the middle of the park. I mean, he, he's been instrumental. He was great against Madden despite not scoring. Um, and then he goes and gets a goal over the weekend. I think what he brings is a balance about the midfield. I think all the other midfielders are, midfielders are quite defensively minded, and he just gives you that wee bit of threat, that goal threat. He's got an assist in him as well. So I, I, I'm sitting here scratching my head, figuring out after January why he was on the bench and his two performances, he's come back and have shown that, that he more than deserves his place in the starting order. Mark? It's been so tough. There's never been a year like this, has no, there? Uh, Where they're all bunched together. Yeah. I mean, you need the calculator uh, on Saturday. Oh, it was great. I, I've always loved the top six, bottom mm -hmm. six, Paul. I love the split. And you look at what the fixtures are going to bring. I've just been announced that we broke uh, here on, on uh, Go Radio you know, just over an hour ago. So, no, it's great. And, um, you know, for Stephen to be there supporting his team um, on Saturday, and we all know we've been there, that feeling up, it's not going to happen for your team. And a minute later, 
Boom, there you go. You have scored. You've got you've got Liam Kelly hovering at the edge of the box, <laughs> waiting, waiting for something. You know, he's end down on his knees, you know, uh, celebrating. And, and and I do as much as I say, I like Graham Alexander. Known for a long time, he's a great international teammate of Barry's um, as well. What a competitor, what a career he had um, as a player. And uh, I think it was important for him and Motherwell to get into the top six. But likewise, I do have uh, a lot of sympathy for Davy Martindale and uh, and Marvin Bartley to 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 drop uh, the points in such a manner. Stephen, it puts you bang in the middle of things then a week on Sunday uh, when at 12 o'clock you've got Rangers coming to Fir Park. What kind of motherwell are Rangers going to face on that day? I think that Graham Alexander's motherwell side have got quite a good record against Rangers. I think Rangers have only beaten maybe two or three times since he's been in charge and they've all come at, they've all come at the majority of them have came at Fir Park. But no, we seem to be keep ourselves in the game under Graham against Rangers. And I think, obviously, the middle three fixtures are the important ones mm-hmm. that we need to win. But I think, looking at the two old foreign sides just now, I remember when I was younger, and the, the, the Rangers team that Barry played in and the Celtic team that they had at the time, you feared them, you feared both of them. For me, the big difference between the two sides just now is I fear Celtic because they've got goals everywhere. Whereas I think with Rangers, there's an element of vulnerability about them. And I think... That's the big difference between the two sides in the moment. Barry? Yeah, I can, I, I can see where, where Stephen's um, coming from. Certainly the last couple of months there has been a bit of vulnerability um, in terms of Rangers. But listen, their games that the Rangers need to go and try and win. Uh, if they've got any hope, a Celtic slip them up, but I, I very much doubt it, as I, I keep saying. And, and Rangers have got to go in with that mindset that something could happen, but... I just I, I watched Celtic again um, on Saturday. You see them score seven goals. You listen to Postacoglu after it, and and you know what he's he's not having any complacency whatsoever. Um, so that tells me that range. Uh, sorry, Celtic. Uh, I've got the mindset as they they want to win every single game now until the end of the season. Did you notice Stephen got a plug in in the first 30 seconds? <laughs> yeah. He was faster than Maeda, wasn't he? Yeah, a different view. What's that, Stephen? I'm a professional. You certainly are a different view of the podcast. All one word, Paul. All one word. All one word, and we'll watch it. Now, listen, I'm just thinking as well, breaking news for you, because I know that you're doing the kilt walk. You're going to do the wee wander. Um, but we'll get you out early, I think, because Motherwell Rangers is 12 noon. So will you come down to the wee wander and start at nine or something, then we'll get you back up the road? Or what do you think? How's, how's your dad? Is he ready? Uh, my dad's all ready to go. As long as we get back up before the game, um, and also, if people go and watch the vlog in the description, there's a link to go and donate money if they can to Cerebral Palsy Scotland, the great cause. So, Fantastic. thanks to everybody who's donated so far. And if we can raise a wee bit more money, that'd be great. How much have you got so far, Stephen? I've got £230, pounds, but I think, I think we can get to £500. Why not? Fantastic. Yeah, Mark's nodding there. So, I think that's Mark. I'll go on. I'll give them the... Um, the the website you can go on and, and yep, sponsor no him. Yeah, yep. Mark's just saying thumbs up on that one. And Barry's always doing it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. He's doing it for cere- cerebral uh, palsy Scotland. Great. Stephen, we'll get you sorted out to be on early in the morning. But I hope his yep. team don't get a result in the 24th <laughs> <laughs> April. Sorry, Stephen. <laughs> That's a different view from Barry, but it's the one we expected. 
Stephen, I'll talk to you actually. We might get you at Glasgow Green actually then instead then. How about that? Rather than going down to Loch Lomond on the day, we'll change it round. You come to the start early on and uh, meet, meet a few of the... You're one of the stars that'll be there on the day. A few surprises for you, Stephen. Thanks so much for calling. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks very much, Cheers, Stephen, there from a different view. You can only imagine. That's the thing about football, because the Livy fans, I bumped into someone who, you know, watched behind the scenes at Livy last night. They're, they're gutted. Yeah, and, I, honestly, Martin mean, mentioned yeah. that, that dressing room at quarter to five, yep. ten to five. Mm-hmm. That, that would have been a. I could imagine um, quiet. Could hear a pin drop probably on it. What can you say? Yeah, that, exactly. Um, what worst you have felt in a dressing room? You're on fire. Good question. Um, mm. Getting beat 6 to Celtic at Celtic Park. Mm. Did you get a red card that day? Was that aye? Uh, you mm. need to remember me, didn't you? <laughs> a great memory for these games. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's that that what I'm not talking about anything. Well, that's 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 not good not talking to about anything. Hey, brilliant to work with, but he remembers oh, everything. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's the danger. That's the worst. Yeah. That was the worst. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that day, Celtic steamrolled us. Um, and it just got made worse with with me getting sent off and then you're sitting see that I think it was 10-15 minutes to go I can't exactly remember but you're sitting in that dress room yourself um, oh, that must be the most horrible thing that's no nice it's no nice but listen it, we didn't deserve it mm-hmm. that game but as but an individual it must have been a, as much a horrible experience a great learning experience for you what you'd have been 20-21 at that uh, time yeah, it was, mm. it was it, no, learning not to get involved you mm-hmm. know what I mean mm-hmm. after banana booking and getting into a, a bit of a mash with Jonathan Gold at, at that time. Mm-hmm. It, it was nothing that was handbags, but you, you should know better at that mm-hmm. stage. But sometimes you've got to make mistakes mm-hmm. to learn. Um, and, and that was a tough one to learn. That was a, a, a tough day all round. To be fair, it's only 21 years later and you're still thinking about it and talking about <laughs> it. That must be terrible if you're sent off in a huge game and you're sitting in the dressing room um, and you know you can't do anything about it. But uh, you got a revenge a few weeks later. Yeah, that, yeah. that was crazy. See, they... they both of the teams yep. that we've spoken about it oh, many a time yeah. 6-2 six, six, and I don't know what the next result we, I think 5-1 five, 5-1 one, five, one, yep. yeah. and that, that was what it was like with both the teams didn't matter about who was in good form or winning games every single week the two teams you just couldn't name who was going to win that game because of the, such quality in, in both sides well Rangers your old team will be looking for quality on Thursday night um, against Braga the manager was happy 4-0 yesterday at St Mirren yeah well we have to always do that you know it doesn't matter who we play against and uh, what which podium you always have to show the same uh, intensity the same mentality and uh, today we, we did it he liked the high press yesterday and the goals it was good he was in the box and was ready we knew uh, before the game we will get up a lot of opportunities to cross the balls and uh, make sure we put them in dangerous areas with good runs and uh, that's what we did today and gave ourselves also uh, some goals in those positions. And what about the injuries? Uh, John was, uh, you know, of course he felt something but uh, hopefully we can uh, make him ready for Thursday and, uh, and Philip is, uh, is making a scan at the moment so he, uh, he felt a little bit awkward on his foot so uh, hopefully in the next hours or, or tomorrow we know uh, uh, the intent uh, of his uh, injury John Lundstrom import, important for Thursday night yeah I think you hear that with, with Gio's interview that hopefully he's going to be available because I think I honestly do think he's became a massive um, mm. part of Gio's team um, as I said he had a tough six month uh, Rangers took took him a bit of time to adapt but I think since the turn of the year well since the, the heavy defeat 
to Celtic at Celtic Park. I think he's come in and he's been one of the Rangers' top performers. Been really impressed with him. Can play cent central midfield. He can hold. He can go forward, and also he can slip into a back three. So he's became a real important player um, for Rangers. But again, uh, it's great that you can bring like guys that. Ramsey off and Kent off after 45 minutes obviously Devo coming on and, and showing the qualities Ruth getting his hat-trick but I forgot to say young Leon King as well Yeah. Um, he chose to put him on before Balogun um, so that tells you that he, he thinks a lot of the, the young man and, and what I've seen of young Leon King, King sorry, he certainly got huge potential he looked very confident didn't he quite assured yeah. Mark yeah. Yeah. yeah I think Barry's right it speaks volumes and he, like, I like uh, Lowry a couple of, yep. who's, who's a striker there's one or two English teams um, sniffing about as well I don't mm. know if Rangers are going to be able to hold on but but, but the signs are good that because we're sporting about it you know in the last four or five years Rangers have had Billy Gilmore and, and Nathan Patterson and you want to keep producing those kind of players it's, it's important um, and you want to produce them in terms of then going make them into first team players and then um, sell them on you know the the big benchmark mm -hmm. for something like that for Rangers was was Alan Hutton, yep. nine ten million pounds. Barry himself six or seven million pounds. You know after giving great service and coming back for Celtic twenty five million. Kieran Tierney's a bar that's been set there. So you want to show a because when you no doubt if you're going for quality kids when they're 13, 14, 15 years old, maybe even younger, you'll not be the only club that's chasing them. So whether they're Rangers supporters or maybe they're not Rangers supporters but the most important thing you'd imagine to a kid and his family and if there's an agent involved as well is, it, is there a pathway at this club? Mm. So it's important to show that you've got a pathway that young players will be given a chance and that gives you an opportunity to go and get them then it's up to you to coach them properly on the field make them good human beings mm. off the field as well show them you know right from wrong good habits how to live your life and then hopefully everything else falls into place. Uh, there's nothing better for me seeing a young player with, with potential breaking in and the difficult thing is when they break in is trying to hold down a, a, a spot and show that they're, they're, they're good enough there's certainly a lot of potential I just sometimes I don't see enough breaking through at Rangers I've said it a few times but certainly with Lowry for me huge potential I just think he'll get better and better and Leon King coming in and as I said looked composed mm. relaxed um, it looks as if the, the big man's got a, a bright future but I just hope with these young boys that's them no thinking they've made it you've still got a yeah. lot of work mm. keep your feet in the ground keep working really hard on the training ground learn off of the, the senior pros yep. in the squad the good habits yeah. yep. here's the manager speaking about Leon King well, I think Leon is training really well and he's uh, playing really well for the B team and uh, also his performances in, 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 in training and uh, today also to give him the chance to uh, to be in the team and uh, you know he brought what we can think he can bring and uh, he got so much quality but uh, also a, a lot of room uh, to improve but that's why he's a young player and uh, you know I'm happy uh, he's, he's making the progress he, he's doing now. The Go Radio football show with the Taxi Centre. Visit their showroom in Darnley, Glasgow to test drive your new taxi. Let's go! What did you make of it yesterday afternoon then? The Manchester Manchester City against Liverpool great game to watch and 2-2 two -two. yeah I thought uh, Klopp described it perfectly it was like a boxing yeah. match it was two heavyweights and it, as soon as somebody made a mistake bang they were ruthless and, and scored the goal two real good teams really enjoyed it to be honest with you and I thought 
I thought the first half Man City were by far the better team but yep. credit to, to Liverpool in the second half they came out they got that goal right after half time which settled them down again and then I thought Liverpool get the better of it in the second half but I thought overall to each was a, a fair result and as I said two top teams with, with top players brilliant to watch did you see at the end Phil Foden and Andy Robertson the big yeah, hug it's yeah. a different kind of derby it doesn't have that there's such a respect between the players I'm not saying there isn't between our own you know, yeah. derbies up here but it's different isn't it there's not the intensity with the fans against each other no no. you're right Paul I know what you're saying I know what you're saying I think with the greatest respect to our game up here first of all there's a massive difference in quality I mean you, you watch those two teams they're a pleasure you watch them for 180 minutes you know and even when I heard listening to Roy Keane in the studio asset and Roy Keane likes to find fault yeah. I like was up on that I don't mean that in a bad way but he couldn't find fault even him and he's you know he's not a Liverpool fan he's not a Man City fan but he said I thoroughly no. enjoyed the 90 minutes it was fantastic so you know if he's saying that then it was something um, pretty special yeah. Uh and now you look at the run-in with what six or seven games to go down the road. Um, both teams could still drop points, so it's tough fixtures. They're both playing mm-hmm. each other. The FA Cup semi on Saturday in the weekend. They're both probably going to go through this midweek in the Champions League, so they'll have mm-hmm. semi-finals coming up. So Man City definitely in the driving seat, but I mean, genuinely I mean, proper twists and turns to come down the road. Man City have been awesome, haven't they? If they win it again... How many years is that? Is it three or four? Four or five? It is phenomenal, isn't it? And of course, he says he's only got one more season to go. And Klopp really? in Liverpool is so special. It's, sorry, yeah. it's Pep away at the end of next season. Well, that's it? what he said. Right, he right, said okay. earlier this season that, that he would do two more seasons. Yeah, right. he did. Well, wasn't that Champions League? Desperate oh, for, for that sure. Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. But you, we talk about Rangers and Celtic, the strength and depth, mm. who they can bring off the bench. Look at Man City <laughs> <I> at <know>. Liverpool. <laughs> I know. Like Grealish, 100 million Absolutely. quid. Mares. Mm. Um, Bobby Firmino. Firmino. Yeah. Right. I mean, unbelievable yeah. strength and depth and just quality in the, the, the 18. Um, ridiculous, ridiculous um, quality player down there. And if I just said this name a year ago, Scotty Scheffler. You probably oh. would have known Barry, you know everything uh, about sport, but yep, he's the Masters champion. Phenomenal yeah. the way he's got. And Rory McElroy, uh, and equaling the best of our final round, 64, came in second, but ah. uh, Scotty Scheffler, the new number one. Ah, yeah, well, yeah. He's, he's had a great uh, year. Um, you know, fair play to him because he, he won it in the desert. I just, it's the same when I'm watching the Ryder Cup or, or the Open or whatever. You, you know, I want to see the back nine a proper competition you know really tested the nerve as well and two or three um, in the hunts but he kind of he, he ran away with it and credit to him for that I love Tiger's interview as well at the end when he's asked what's your schedule next he says I don't know yep. if I'll, what I'll be able to do he says but one thing I'll beat St Andrews in July because it's my favourite course in the world and that was brilliant um, to hear him um, saying that too so yeah credit to Scheffler but Rory McElroy's shot in the bunker mm-hmm. at the 18th. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the angles, mm-hmm. some of them, it's incredible the way they read the, 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 they read the greens, absolutely incredible. That's Mark Weedy there of Visit Scotland <laughs> promoting. <laughs> Tracy, can we charge for that advert for uh, St Andrews? No, it's going to be I'm great. I'm going to go up with any, any discounted accommodation. I definitely want to go up and watch the open up there. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got a go property up, up there, so it could be. I have, yeah. Uh-huh. Jane yeah. Tiger might uh, want I'll, it. I'll yeah. give you 100 quid a night for it. It's one of the caravans up in <laughs> Kinkelbrace. <laughs> no, not, not pro- the thing is, as well, yeah. I, I don't know about the, the RNA to that, but yeah. uh, it could be the, the last time for a long number of years that it's actually at St Andrews because they think maybe the, the course is not tough enough now. 
in the modern game mm. so it could be the last one um, for a while so let's uh, savour it aye maybe we could get a wee go radio We cup in St Andrews possibly yep and Charles Leroud not to Charles Leclerc winning the Australian Open so Ferrari uh, Hamilton coming in fourth and Verstappen not to be seen so a lot of changes it's been some weekend for yeah you've been football, busy hasn't it? Yeah. old TV and, and Kilmarnock two wins away from coming up as champions yeah, then, three games to go Bernard Brothan no going away they hung in against yep. Ackies I know yep, you're obsessed with them yep uh, well no wonder <laughs> with the a wee bit yeah, but yeah. I mean part-time team and and what he's done there, they've they've no given up. It's going to be tough for them, but again, they're they're not letting Kilmarnock get away from them. Um, but look, Kilmarnock for me will still be strong enough to be league champions. They look as though they're going to be champions. Looks mm. as though in the Singe Premiership, it's going to be Celtic six points clear of Rangers, but still a lot to go and nineteen goals to the better. So it's like mm. uh, seven points. Here's Ange. Postacoglu speaking about the performance 7-0 against St Johnson. Scoreline's uh, reflective, I think, of a, of a strong performance. We we kind of knew we had to start well, and um, you know they're a dangerous team. But once we got a hold of the game, I thought we um, we dominated in every aspect, and it was you know we scored some great goals. And, and the important thing today is we finished off our work in the second half, and you know got a convincing victory. Celtic fan Reagan is on the line. Good evening, Reagan. Yeah, we're good. Thank you. And you are you in your studio? I saw online you've got a, you've got a studio now. No, I'm not in the studio now, uh, the studio's looking good there, Phil. It certainly does. Looking good for your team, isn't it, after the performance? What did you make of it on Sunday? Saturday? So I, thought, I thought the studio was really, really good, Paul. Um, I thought my order was absolutely fantastic, like uh, Malak and Barry said in the first hour. Um, I just think Celtic are on this uh, great run at the moment, and I can't see anyone stopping them. So what do you want to ask? You've always got questions for just, the guys. I just want to ask Mark and Barry a question, right? Now, Celtic are going for eight titles in a row. They bought, they tried, they tried to buy John McGinn. They tried to buy a, a couple of players. But now, Celtic are dropping are, are, are the Scottish Premiership. Surely this is the time where they need to strengthen. You know, when they're on top of the table. Celtic have got some good players at the moment, but it's now time to um, to, to stamp their authority on the, the next season as well because there's no point in saying we've got a very good team and stop them marking Barry because you guys will know it's best to strengthen when you're winning well, Barry that's what you said and of course some of them are on loan as well so. yeah some of them are on loan I, I said that Regan I think the, the best time to strengthen is, is when you're, you're going really well um, yep. I always felt it was healthy when for instance, the teams that I played in and we were successful, you would see two or three, maybe even four bodies coming in at pre-season with good quality. It keeps the standards high. And when I listen to Poster Coggle, I think he's going to be that type of manager. Look, he's, he's got a strong squad. He's made, um, I think, virtually all his signings have been a success. But I don't think he'll, he'll sit there and think to himself, right, we're okay. I think he'll look to go and and strengthen that that's why I, I said as well I think that's why Rangers need to go and, and strengthen because I believe Celtic will in the summer Mark yeah and you know when you think about it it's not only what Ange Postacoglu has, has signed and, and you know I think 90% of these signings have been first class uh, success rates and, and good value for money as well but again it reminds me I spoke about Brendan Rodgers earlier and it kind of reminds me as well because you yeah. look at let's take let's take um, the two fullbacks, Anthony mm-hmm. Ralston and Greg Taylor, look at the improvement in them under you. Now, 
a year ago people were saying Greg Taylor nowhere near good enough to be Celtic's left back look at him now you don't hear a peep out anybody no. Greg Taylor mm. Callum McGregor compare him last season to this season night and day and he's taken on the responsibility of being a captain that was a new manager mm-hmm. um, coming in so Tom Rogic reborn again probably looking to get the door 18 months ago two years ago look at him now I would say he's the most intelligent footballer in Scotland in terms of when just to pick his moments and when he pick his, his positioning uh, Tom Rogers he's a he's a cut above and then you've got the guys that they've signed them um, and loan that may well you know become permanent in summer so um, you know it sounds like a big Ange kind of loving and at the end of the day the league hasn't been secured yet nor has the Scottish Cup but when you base it on the evidence of the right here and now he has been he has been phenomenal as a Celtic manager Regan sure. I just want to say Mark surely this will be a big regret for Dermot Desmond if Ange Postecoglou delivers Champions League football and then Dermot Desmond doesn't back this guy because Professor uh, Coglu has um, delivered success when John Arthur was on this show about six months ago saying if Celtic won this title it'll, it'll be the greatest achievement for a long, long time so surely Dermot Desmond and the people behind the scenes need, they need to back this guy because Professor Coglu has done he's done he's possibly going to, to uh, do the treble now the the, the robot need to do their job and well, I think it's significant he came out and did an interview. He doesn't do many interviews. Have you ever interviewed him, Mark? No. Uh, I haven't either. No. But he doesn't often no, do it, and there'll be a reason for that. You would imagine they're quietly working on it because you're right, Regan. They're talking about Ange Postacoglu down south. Now, some people are saying, oh, it's different in Scotland. Oh, he's Australian. We don't know much about him, but they're beginning to know about him. He strikes me as a guy, if he goes and says, right, I, I need three players. See if he, if he doesn't get backed, he strikes me as right. See if I'm not getting backed, I'll mm. be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll demand. It, uh, I think he'll demand. Yeah. Look, if you want to keep taking the club forward, mm. um, if I want players, I'm sure they they'll need to back him. He's, he's not to be messed with. Yep. that's yeah, the bottom sure. line. He's not to be messed with. He's not a puppet. And mm. um, you know, the, the, yeah, and, and by that. the way, his demands will be reasonable they won't be outrageous yeah. there'll be reasonable demands but he'll know what, what what's re- required if he has a good Champions League with Celtic if Celtic into the Champions League is a good Champions League his stock will go even higher but what he has um, in his favour is yes he's great work at Celtic in the past nine months but he's been part of the City Group and everybody yeah. in football knows you don't get to work for the City Group unless you've got something you know, you've got a bit yeah. um, mm. about you and there's similarities in the way Man City play I know it's not the same, but there's no point in saying Celtic playing so well. They are a good standard of players, some fantastic players. Man City have got a much bigger budget Mm -hmm. and even better players, but there's a similarity there in the City group, isn't there? Yeah. 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 Reagan, what are you thinking then? So we heard the news, it's going to be a week on Sunday. Uh, Motherwell against Rangers and Ross County Celtic. Um, What are you feeling about the... And then Sunday, May the 1st, Celtic Rangers. I I do think both Rangers and Celtic will... uh, Take care of of Motherwell and Ross County respectively. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did hear Stephen on earlier talking about Motherwell. Uh, I've got a chance, but I think the Rangers will win that game, and I think Celtic will win the other game. Mm-hmm. And so, in terms of the old firm game, I can only see Celtic winning that game. Mm-hmm. Um, just with the way they're playing, I don't, I don't know what Mark thinks, but because obviously he was there on Saturday, 
I just thought the intensity of the play that was so, so good. The only disappointing thing for me, Paul, is I missed Celtic well, listing the league title because I looked at the dates and I'll be actually be in North London watching Spurs take on Arsenal then to take on Burnley. So I missed the... You're kidding. Oh, Megan, you call yourself a Celtic fan exactly. as well. Megan, <laughs> you've got to change your plans, surely. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> or there might be, may be a couple of twists and turns. You yeah. never know. What's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to do it. I don't know uh, what I'm going to do, lads. Yeah. I, I think Regan's right. I think Rangers will take care of Muddle and Celtic will take care mm. of Ross County. And then we'll see what happens in the first of May. What do you do against Celtic on that day? So say they do, assume they do the six points in it, you're playing Celtic uh, in a few weeks' time, Barry. Right, I mean, they're not I, invincible, I but uh, yeah, what I would can. you do? How would you play them? I couldn't say one there. Because <laughs> you, you're not, you're not going to allow it to be. If you were the manager, you know, because you were horrified at the beginning of February, you couldn't believe it the way Rangers stood off them and yeah, Celtic I, punished I don't them. Think yeah. I'll ever see Rangers do that right. again. Yeah. Um, Some that game, first forty-five it? minutes. I'll be honest with you. I could have been anything yeah. if it wasn't for Alan McGregor. I just want to, I just want to ask Barry a question in terms of Sunday. Does, does it make a difference that it's in the Scottish Cup, or, or does that um, make any difference to the Rangers players? No, uh, whether it's league or cup. Uh, Regan it doesn't matter you're coming up against your fierce rivals and as I said this is uh, that, uh, this is massive for Rangers like I, I've said now for a, since the old firm defeat it's going to be ever so hard because I can't see Celtic drop uh, getting beat sorry two games now this this game on Thursday against Braga you need to concentrate on that first but these two games for Rangers the cup semi-final that Hamden does that make a difference for Rangers or Celtic? I mean, it must be different. Is that a factor for the players? No, really. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I didn't see much of a difference instead they play, in terms of playing at Ibrox and, and Celtic Park. Hamden, I'll be honest, wasn't my my most favourite stadium mm. with, with the atmosphere. But this will be good because I like it. It's back yeah. to mm. 25,000 or 24,000 yep. Rangers mm-hmm. fans 24,000 Celtic fans that's the bit that I'm looking forward to and I'm sure the neutral is as well and the, the Rangers players and the, the Rangers and Celtic fans that's the bit I'm looking forward to Is it From a Rangers point of view Barry then is it now over would you say Rangers should forget the league? No you can't you, you can never come out and say that Paul deep down you'll know it's going to be difficult but you can't you've got to keep if you let your guard slip a bit in the league the fans, the fans will know that you can't. You've got to go out and try and win every single game from now until the end of the season. You've got to. I had to try and get the clickbait for the Sun and the record tonight online. <laughs> Didn't win with that one, Regan. No, you, you, you won't hear yeah. it coming out the dressing room. No, I'd be Rangers have got to win on Sunday. Aye. Hmm? Do, do, you know, Rangers need to win silverware. Hmm? They need to win silverware. And Sunday, Sunday's their best chance of doing it. Uh, and the most important game is the next game is always the old cliche but that is true because there's a European semi-final up for grabs but Sunday at Hamden against Celtic the circumstances of what's involved if you win or lose circumstances of Rangers losing the last two old firm games Giovanni's not won against Celtic yet and it's so important for a manager at Celtic and Rangers to get that first win uh, against your, your your rivals under your belt takes, a, takes pressure off you um, Sunday is absolutely Massive, biggest. I think it could be the, the the biggest game Rangers play this season. Even if they get to the European uh, Europa semi final, um, Sunday is the biggest game of the season for Rangers. Regan, are you worried about Gikamakis maybe not being fit? Although, yeah, are you worried? 
Yeah, well, uh, but because I think he offers that, that, that different option that Celtic don't have. But I suppose the great thing for Celtic is they've got Maeda and Kyogo back, so um, and it's just at a perfect time for them. Um, but but it's, uh, Jack and Marcus has been a great player, and I'm just looking forward to see what he can bring because I thought he could, I thought as much as he didn't score last week, I thought he gave uh, Colin Colson and, and Barg in a very hard game. Mm-hmm. Mark, is it extra time and penalties if it was to go all the way on Sunday? On Sunday? Yeah, look, I mean, I, th- I think, you know, Rangers, one thing, will we'll go into it mentally and physically tired. Now, if they get a good result on Thursday, that, that can really help them um, kick on. If it doesn't go their way, then it feels like a weight on your shoulders. Celtic have a full week uh, prep. Yeah, look, it could go all the way, Paul. I wasn't know. asking the prediction, I just meant it. it yeah, that's what but, it would be, it wouldn't it? Be. If it goes to extra yeah, time, it, it, it would it, be. It yeah. could be. You know, and then could happen. I sure. think Celtic will start yeah. the game as favourites. Barry said that. Mm-hmm. But I'll take you, know, you get a penalty in the first five minutes, you get a red card in the first five minutes for Celtic. You're doing, you know, anything like that at all. I think Celtic will start the game as favourites. And I think, having watched Celtic on Saturday, watched them in the last two old firm games, Rangers will need to produce their best performance of the season to beat Celtic on Sunday. Who's the referee? On Sunday, good question, but it won't uh, be Willie Bobby, Cole. Bobby Madden. Bobby Madden on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we laughing? Just when you said red card penalty, I said who's the referee? Need to show every, uh, throw everything but the catch and sink. Yeah, they do. These next two games, but yeah. what, what tells me watching that on Sunday? It's the first time I've seen him make quite a number of changes mm-hmm. throughout the game. So I think he'll do that. I get he'll play. What he thinks the strongest team. On Thursday night, but I could see I'm making changes throughout the game. Regan, final point from you. What's your scoreline Sunday? Uh, Rangers now, Celtic two for me, Paul. I just think Celtic have got the edge at the moment. I don't know if it's a bit, it's a bit psychological for Rangers at the moment. Right. The other big factor for me is probably Alfredo Morelos is not there as well. Yeah, they're definitely so missing him. Bar. Regan, great to hear you. Thanks very much for calling. I'll ask him after the break. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go. Having a good chat here uh, during the break, listening to that as well, of course, but also talking about the great some of the referees we have in Scotland. It's n- We've got some good referees, some not so good, but we're just chatting in general. Uh, and you felt Willie Collum did really well, Barry, the other week at the game. I thought and he had a real good yeah. game, Paul. I, I've got to bonus with you. Yeah. And, um, I thought he handled the, the situations mm. that was mm. going on. Uh, I, I didn't think it was a dirty game, but there was, a couple, of, there was a couple of tackles that you, you fully expect. But I, I thought um, Willie handled the, the game really well. Headline for Rangers was a hat-trick in the 4-0 win, the hat-trick for Kmar Roof. How did he rate his own performance? To be honest, I wasn't pleased with it. Um, I still feel like I've got more to come. Match fitness um, will play a big part in that. Um, I'm not happy with a few things, but like I said, I can't be too fussy. I scored three goals and we won, won the game, so I'm, I'm happy, but still got some things to work on. A wee bit of humility in there? Yeah, I think he's been honest. You need games mm-hmm. to get your match, uh, your match sharpness up to scratch, um, and that's what I, I, I thought on Sunday watching him. You could see he looked a bit sharper in, in the box, and I thought his two finishes uh, from uh, with the head, sorry, were different class. And the, the third goal he got was was instinct blocks bang. He's right on it in a, a flash. Um, so look, I, I've always thought he's a really good player. 
The only downside to Kamar Roof is he's not played as much as he would mm. like. He's open about that, but you just hear him in an interview saying he needs games, and I think you'll see now a different Kamar Roof. Just before the break, Reagan wanted to ask both of you, what did you make of Aaron Ramsey on yesterday? Importantly, get another 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think, again, what I was saying about Stephen Davis, yep. I think his next minutes. two games... Are massive for for Ramsey. I think Defining. he's a type of yeah, yeah. I think he's a type of player now that with the quality he's got, he needs to be playing. He's been brought in for these big games, and mm-hmm. people are surprised that he missed out in some of them. Mark, yeah. well, if it if it's me, Paul, if I'm Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, and if I'm Aaron Ramsey, if I'm Giovanni, I'm saying, by the way, Aaron, I don't care about sports science or what anybody that wants to get involved. I'm telling you. These are your two biggest games of the season. I need you. You're starting both games. Whether you can finish both, we'll wait and see. But you are starting. I want you to give it all. And if I'm Aaron Ramsey, I'm saying to the manager, you can rely on me, Gaffer. You can rely on me. I'm here. I'm ready. Whatever it takes, I'm going to give the club 100% on Thursday, 100% on Sunday. Please start me. I won't let you down. These are the games that I'm here for. That's That's got to be the message from both of them. Yep. Get them in the starting lineup on Thursday. Whatever. 65, 70, 75 minutes off. Wrapped in cotton wool and get him out at Hamden on Sunday. Joe Rebo, he hasn't hit the heights, but my goodness, what about that goal yesterday? Here's the manager. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's uh, always good to to get on the score sheet, especially for a striker, but also for Joe. You know, he's a attacking-minded uh, player and uh, gives him also uh, a lot of confidence for the games ahead. Barry, how good was that goal? Yeah, great, great finishing. I think getting left out on Thursday night would have done mm. him the world of good. Because um, he's not been the same, and he he'll admit that he's, himself. I thought first half of the season, Rangers' best player w- without a doubt. Since he's come back for the Afcon, he's he, he's went off the boil a little, but he's still a quality player. And I thought that showed obviously we he's, he's finish. He's capable of that. Yeah, I think he's got everything to be a a top midfielder. He, he can get about the pitch, strong, physical, can handle the ball. And can score goals because up until the turn of the year he was a contender for player of oh, the I, year. Oh, well, definitely, yeah. he was Rangers' best player yeah. and, and possibly the best player in the country, I for sure. Um, and he has dipped, but if there was a time to come back to, to form, probably going to be too late for the league. But certainly on Thursday and on Sunday, Rangers are going to need every player bang on it from Alan McGregor right up to Kima Roof and, and Ryan Kent and everybody in between. Absolutely bang on it. And looking at the fixtures, Ross County Celtic, if you're a Rangers fan, look at the last game up there. It went to the 96th minute or whatever. Um, Anthony Ralston getting that late, late goal. Or is that then? Have Celtic changed, improved so much since then? I'm just saying, Celtic should win up there, but it's not going to be easy. No. It ain't going to be easy. Because I mentioned it in the first hour of the show. Malky's got a good team up there. Mm, Yeah. They're a strong team. Uh, They deserve to finish. In the top six, I still think Celtic will go up near one, but I don't think they'll steamroller them by three or four goals. But it'll be um, it'll be a Celtic win. I'm I'm convinced of that. But yeah. it'll not be an easy an easy game because I know Malky will have them set up really well. Also, they remarkably they're looking for uh, Europe. But from Celtic's point of view, Kyogo, 
came back, came on for a short time on Saturday. Here's the manager speaking about the return of the Japanese star. Brilliant for him, first of all. He's, he's, you know, he was enormous for us in the first half of the year and uh, he's a quality player, he's a great person and um, we've watched him sort of slog away um, in his rehab to get back. Um, so just to give him that taste of it again was good today. And he was great when he came on, you know, he looked dangerous, looked like he hadn't missed a beat and uh, he's going to be important to us in this uh, final few games. You know, like I said, it's part of our process that we haven't had to rely, you know, early in the season it was, it was kind of Liel and, and, and you know, Jotter and, and uh, Kiorgo and David Turnbull. Second half of the year, we've had other people contributing, Jacko and Dyson and Leo Tate and Matty O'Reilly today. So that's really important for us. Um, but there's no denying he's, he's an unbelievable player. And um, as soon as we can get him ready, he'll be playing for sure. Here on the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre, we'll be with you all the way. You'll miss none of the big games as we head, head towards the end of the season. So the fixtures uh, released today, just before five. Uh, and the biggest one, obviously, Celtic Rangers. Sky Sports is on at 12 noon. We'll be on as well. We're saying that's the biggest one, but it could change before then. But undoubtedly, that will be massive. Um, we haven't mentioned the bottom six that much. Aberdeen Livy, uh, a week on Saturday at three o'clock. Dundee St. Johnson, I see Dundee today reported um, a profit of £72,000 in the last year. And St. Mirren Hebs at three. Mark. Aberdeen against Livy. We know about Livy and they're punching above their weight in general. Yeah. But for Aberdeen Football Club, what do you think? You've covered them for years. Mm-hmm. Um, they made a mistake, obviously, or did they, with Derek McInnes going a year and a half ago? You wonder if they ruined that. What's Dave Cormack? He is now surely in the firing line now. He's put a lot of money in. He's brought in Jim Goodwins, early days for Jim. He's got to be given budget to try and change this squad. It has. Well, one thing you can say about Dave Cormack is, we, you know, he... he made a bold decision and um, you know Colin Time and Derek McKenna, a lot of it would probably mutual I think I think it was right time for both parties for the club and for Derek to, to, to go move on and Derek's success here is out you consider yeah. you look at Aberdeen's record the four or five years before Derek took over and then look what they achieved um, the eight years that he was there and cut final he was just unlucky that he came up against an outstanding Brendan Rodgers team mm-hmm. and Aberdeen would have won another couple mm-hmm. of trophies but he got them consistently into European competition qualifiers etc Anyway, they moved on, they decided to change it, never worked out. But one thing you can't level at Dave Cormack, that is, he doesn't back his managers. Mm-hmm. So he backed Stephen Glass to some tune. They resisted um, bids for Lewis Ferguson and probably one or two others. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he'll back um, Jim, um, Jim Goodwin because they have to get it right. But over the piece, it's been an unsettling year um, for Aberdeen. But even then, not to finish in the top six, it's... It's shocking for the calibre of player that they have and the budget for them not to finish in the top six isn't good enough. Barry? I've got to agree with him. Yep. With, with the, the standard of player that, that Aberdeen's got, it's disappointing. But uh, one thing I will say, I think they've got the right man now mm-hmm. in Jim Goodwin. I really do. And again, it'd be similar to what I've spoke about Gio um, at Rangers. I think it's going to be a massive summer uh, for Jim. He's already started it with three players been told that they, they can go he's let go obviously Scott Brown Constantine no signing um, it looks like Jet will be off just not worked as well so yep. that's him now starting the rebuild and I think give him a bit of time I think Jim will be a successful Aberdeen manager Barry you're next with us on Thursday night yep, yep. for the match we won't see you before then um, Mark when are you back on on uh, Friday uh, Monday on, I think on Monday. Monday, okay. Monday yep. so still a couple of minutes to go 
But the next focus then is Rangers on Thursday night. Here is Kemar Roof about the team performance yesterday. It was very important to get 1-0 up early to set up the crowd and the stadium a bit. And then, and then we can just play our football, be patient, keep moving the ball about and, and take our chances. Back in winning ways, the manager said. Very important to, to get you back to, uh, to winning ways after uh, two defeats. And, uh, you know, it was good. We scored four goals, some, uh, you know, great hat-trick from Kamar and, uh, you know, happy for the win, happy for the squad and also that we could uh, rotate some, uh, some spots because of the score and uh, I think uh, they did well. So back in today, tomorrow full of for training, Barry. Um, is there a feel-good factor then after a four-goal victory? Forget all the other noise, how can they do well, that? Well, they, they had to respond because yeah. they've had a few defeats and, and they've done it in the right manner. Um, yesterday there was a lot been made Morelos missing as I've said plenty of times you need to forget that now It's uh, he's not going to be back listen big player huge miss um, but they had to go and get a win and a convincing win at that and it helps with Ruth getting his hat-trick give him confidence more guys get minutes on the field and listen the next um, five or six days is going to be huge for Rangers What's your prediction for Thursday night? I think they'll go through I think they'll go through by a couple of goals Yep, uh, I, I believe. Listen, what I watched last Thursday in Braga, I don't think Rangers have got much to fear, but they can't go out and think it's going to be easy. They've got to go with the, the mindset as, listen, we've got to attack them, but make sure we keep it closed at the back. Mark? Uh, Rangers to win extra time on, on Thursday night to go through yeah. and Celtic to win the Scottish Cup semi-final in extra time on Sunday. Mark, we'll see you next week. Barry, we'll see you Thursday night. Oh, I don't want an extra time. Exactly. <laughs> you, late supper. Uh, you, me and Craig Moore. Tomorrow night, John Hartson is here, Stephen Craigan and Rob McLean. Uh, great music coming up next after the news. Thanks to everyone who called in. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, everyone. And see you tomorrow night at five. The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com. Your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you. Let's go. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.